0: Thank you so much for joining me again. In this episode, I will share with you my conversation with wife, mom, podcaster, and certified professional organizer, Vanessa Hayes, who shared her thoughts on intentional living, priorities, and simplicity. You'll find Vanessa's bio and links to the various ways you can connect with her online, as well as some links for some resources she recommends in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 42. This episode is brought to you by Doodle, an online service that makes scheduling meetings of all kinds a breeze. Check out Doodle's great features by visiting theproductivewoman.com slash Doodle. And now let's get right into my conversation with Vanessa. I am so pleased today to introduce Vanessa Hayes to the Productive Woman listeners. Vanessa is a wife, a mom of two, an author, a podcaster, and much more. She's also a certified professional organizer. So I'm really excited to not only uh, learn from her expertise, but also from her journey toward making a life that matters. So welcome, Vanessa. Oh, thank you, Laura. It's good to be here. I am uh, as I told you before uh, we started recording I'm I'm just thrilled to have you on the show. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the podcast that you do with your husband Dan called Simple Sim- Life Together. That's right, Simple Life Together. You got it. And uh, it's there's so much there and I've actually recommended that podcast to listeners in the past and I'll I'll have a link for it in the show notes. You're, of course, as I said, a professional organizer and pretty knowledgeable in the area of organization and productivity in general, but you're also just a busy woman like the rest of us. And I do want to talk about some of your professional expertise and share some of that with listeners. But do you mind if first we just talk a little bit about how you manage your life as a busy woman?
1: Sure. And maybe I should probably start with a quick backstory, and, I, and I'll make it quick. Sure. You know, my... My journey towards simplicity, and I I didn't know it, happened probably about 20 years ago. I was the messiest of four kids growing up. Um, and which is kind of funny because my whole family is like, now you're the most organized. How is that possible? So there's hope for everybody out there, right? But I was the messiest of four children, um, but I managed to make it through college and whatnot. But when I graduated from college, I also was commissioned as an officer in the Air Force. And right out the shoot, I was in charge of like 24 troops. Um, and they were all older than me and had more experience than me. And I realized pretty quickly that it wasn't just about me. Like I could be disorganized all I wanted but my troops depend on me. They depend on me to get paperwork turned in. They depend on me to get them resources to, to manage our budgets, to, to get them their evaluations that they deserve because evaluations could uh, lead to promotions and promotions led to money and money led to happy families. And so real, you know, like I said, quickly I realized it wasn't just about me. So I started to take charge of my life, at least my office space and my office life and things like that. So I started to get just a little bit, a little bit more organized. But it really didn't get into high gear until I became a mom and then also a business owner. And when I became a mom, you know, again, the, the troops was one thing, work was one thing, my personal life was a different thing too. I was organized at home, but to uh, get married and then to have kids, now you got, you've mixed other people in the in the yeah. element there, right? And so, so I can organize myself all day long, but now I got to coexist with these two wonderful people at the time, you know? And so... Uh, So I really kicked into high gear and I, what I quickly realized was that, you know, being organized and having, you know, living a simpler life had so many different benefits. I had more control. I was more empowered. I had, I just felt like I could conquer anything almost at times, you know, I struggled here and there, but, um. But I just realized how wonderful being organized was. And uh, folks were asking me, how you know, could you help me organize my space? I'd have family and friends and colleagues ask me to help them organize their space. And they're like, how do you do it? And so <laughs> one day, you know, when I was looking at getting back into the workforce, my husband was like, you know what? You need to become an organizer. And so... I was like, what the heck is that? I thought he was kidding. He actually sent me an email Mm -hmm. to, uh, it was a link to the National Association of Professional Organizers. And I saw that, I saw the wording and I was like, ha ha. And I didn't open up the email for three days. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, he's kidding. But I opened it up and voila, there was this whole world of professional organizers and uh, productivity specialists. And I thought, oh my goodness, I can get paid to do things that I love. And so that started my journey. Now with that, Was a challenge. I never thought about having my own business ever, ever, ever. Mm. And now there was a huge learning curve. And so that added some new elements of stress in my life. But, you know, I had to figure it out, you know, and part of that figuring out was just really identify what my priorities were. What are my goals in life? You know, what's really important to me and and constantly adjusting so, so yeah, being uh, coming from a background of leadership and management, uh, becoming a, a spouse and, and a mother and a business owner trying to manage it all can be challenging, but um, it's possible to have some sanity through it. All. <laughs> so, so I helped I try to help other folks kind of regain their sanity and, and control their life. So that's a little bit of the backstory on me and that
0: yeah i mean it and it really is a, a an interesting story because you have so many different things going on and so many areas of responsibility as a lot of women do i mean that's one yeah. of the kind of the premises behind this show is that m- most of us are juggling a lot of balls, wearing a lot of hats, and mm-hmm. trying to find a way to manage all those things that we want to do, and we want to do them well, and we want to make a life that matters and, and live according yeah. to the things that are important to us, for both for our sake and for the sake of the people in our life. Right. And so I always like to ask, just for some context, so women can kind of find out where where we all fit in the spectrum of life. Tell Can you tell me a little bit about what's a, if there is such a thing, what is a typical day like for you, the kinds of demands that you're dealing with? And...
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Well, actually, you know, I have a lot of routines. So my, my typical days are pretty typical. <laughs> so <laughs> my day starts off at five o'clock in the morning. And uh, the first thing I do is I have like, my little morning routine, which is I drink a full cup of water because I want to rehydrate, you know, after a full night's sleep, you know, you got to get rehydrated. And then I have a little coffee ritual where I use an AeroPress coffee uh, maker. I don't have a plug-in coffee machine. I use an AeroPress (laughs) And, and it's not necessarily, it doesn't save me any time, but it just gets me mentally prepared for my day. And it just becomes a ritual. It's something I look forward to. And so I prepare my coffee and it takes me about five minutes maybe. And then I take about 10 to 20 minutes to meditate. Now this is a relatively new practice for me. It's only maybe uh, four months old now, and I love it. <laughs> uh, it has really opened my mind up to just the possibilities of getting more focused, and um, by by just being so not focused, <laughs> yeah. brings focus to your life. And as ironic as that sounds, so I do that. But I also have a little after that. That takes me about thirty minutes. All that, but I still leave another thirty minutes just for my margin and. You've heard me talk about margin before. Yeah, Uh, One of my favorite things is margin, buffer time, whatever you want to call it, uh, just to do what I want, just to relax. Maybe that would be read a book or just sit there in quiet before I wake up the kids. So um, then I wake up the kids, six o'clock, and then we prep for school. Eight o'clock after the kids are in school, I go for a run or I do some other kind of workout. And then, of course, I shower. And between 9, 30 and 10 is I start work with my clients and I set specific hours that I will work with clients. I work from basically anywhere from nine to three. That's my framework. That's what I've allowed. And those are my boundaries to work with clients. I don't work um, any earlier or any later because otherwise I'm too stressed out trying to get everything else done through the day. So uh, so I do my client work or I'm in the office working on other projects for the business. And then from three to four is more buffer time. It's just to do whatever I want to do. And then at four o'clock, I pick up my youngest and we go to gymnastics or I bring her home. And if I bring her home, then I'm taking care of business calls, emails, other more client work type things, research. And then from about 5 to 8 is really family time. It's dinner time, homework time, you know, maybe watch a couple of shows on TV, which we don't do very often. But, uh, and then 8 o'clock, kids are in bed, and then I start my nightly routine. Of course, it's like my nightly declutter and it's also where I look at what I'm doing the next day and I prepare anything I have to prepare for for the next day, whether that's preparing supplies for clients or getting my clothes set out for the next day, workout clothes, work clothes, whatever it is. (laughs) I get everything set up the night before and then I also look over my top three priorities for the day and I usually only pick three priorities and these are the things I want to get done and and I also pick the number one thing that if anything were to get done that day, that this is what it's going to be. So it's my daily focus. And then I get an hour to chill with my husband before I hit the rack at 10 o'clock. So that's pretty much a typical day for me.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like you, um, I mean, obviously this is something that's developed over time as yep. as what works best for you for getting the things done and, and being able to live the life you want. And yeah. I know enough from listening to your show that you guys have, you live very intentionally. Is is yes. how it comes across to me. You 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 guys have really thought about these things, um, and what kind of life you want to live, uh, and we can talk in a, a bit about how you uh, sort of put that into practice and how you've identified those things that are priorities for you. But it's something that I've found really inspiring because it's hard sometimes when there's so many things, so many opportunities or so many things that you'd like to do or people coming and asking you to do to just sort of go from one thing to the next and maybe not be as intentional as you'd like to be so
1: you know that's really huge lauren i was just talking to my husband just a few hours ago and i said you know this year has really for me it's been all about awareness uh it's just really being aware and yes of course living intentionally because i think uh the problem with why we're so busy is that we just kind of we're we're going from one thing to the next we're filling up our calendars with every single thing we feel like we have to have all these priorities and interestingly enough i don't think priorities was plural until the early part of the 20th century. And so mm-hmm. it was always it was just the one thing to focus on. There's one priority in life. This is the one thing that we do. But then all of a sudden we have multiple priorities. And so now we have multiple obligations and we're just running, you know, and to the point where you're not really even aware of it anymore. You're just, you're just doing it because you, you're expected to do it or you feel obligated to do it. But I have to tell you, you know, about two and a half years ago, my husband and I, finally put the brakes on mm-hmm. and we're like, what am I doing? And this is part of our story and why we started our podcast, Simple Life Together was that we started our journey to simplify our life because we were moving towards this American dream. But when we finally stopped and said, well, what the heck is the American dream? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. It's been defined for me. I haven't been able to define it. And so we slowed the brakes, uh, you know, we put on the brakes. And we just said, let's reevaluate what's important in our lives. And and I'm glad you brought that up, the intentionality, because, that was the biggest thing that we did as a couple, as husband and wife, was to say, what What do we want our life to look like? I mean, no kidding. What brings us joy and happiness and satisfaction in our lives? You know, and mine is a little bit different than my husband's, but together we have some common ground. And so we had, we spent like a full day just talking about what was important to us and what we decided, the things that bring us the greatest joy, happiness, or keep us grounded and healthy was that we came up with our five pillars, and you've heard us talk about this before, Laura, is we have a lot of F-words in our family, and it's <laughs> it's faith, family, fitness, finances, and freedom. And so those are our focus areas, our pillars of our life, and we focus on those and the reason why we pick those is that because all of those things are important to us and that if any decision, if any opportunity comes our way, or if there's a potential thing that we may want to buy or add to our life, it has to be in line with one of those pillars. It has to add value to those pillars. If not, something's going to be taken away from it. So I think, you know, I think the biggest thing I love to promote with anybody, my friends, clients, whoever, is that really when it comes down to, you know, how do I get organized? How do I get more productive? how do I get things done? You really need to start with the end. I mean, really mm-hmm. begin with the end of mine, you know, back to Stephen Covey and the seven habits of highly effective people. It's like, really, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your space to look like? And if you are clear on that, it is so much easier to fill in the gaps or edit what doesn't belong. Yeah. And that's kind of been our philosophy. And and that really gave me a lot more focus um, as an organizer. And then now as a, I call myself actually more of a professional simplifier, because mm-hmm. I'm on a mission to simplify people's lives, not just organize them. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's funny because, you know, one of the things that I've come to realize over the course of doing this show, uh, you know, and it's called The Productive Woman, and I've really, it's really caused me to think about, well, what is productivity? And something I've sort of, like I said, come to realize and talked about more than once on previous episodes is that productivity being productive is not about getting more stuff done. It's about getting the right stuff done. And, and that starts by taking a step back and figuring out what is the right stuff. And that's different for every one of us. That
1: is so perfect. That is perfect. And, you know, when I think about with some of my struggles that I've had in productivity is that I focus too much on the quantity of things mm-hmm. that I check off my list instead of the quality of the things that I check off yeah. my list. And that has been huge for me to really, and I still struggle with it because I do get a kick out of checking things off my list and go, oh, I got 10 things done today. But was it the thing that needed to get
0: done today? And if it wasn't, that just weighs on you even more <laughs> so. exactly, and that's you know that 's how we get so it 's really easy to fill up our time doing lots of stuff and telling ourselves well i 'm being productive because look at how many things I did today, yeah. and yet you didn 't do the one thing that really matters to you, whatever that might be. I remember yeah. you guys talking about the five pillars. Do you remember off the top of your head which episode you you kind of mostly focused on? I'd like to put a link for that in oh, the show notes. Oh, no,
1: I, I don't remember but I'll be sure to get it to you. I can't okay. remember. Yeah, we have, a, uh, I forgot how many podcasts we have now, but I will I will get that to you yeah. so your listeners can have that
0: too. I, I remember sure. <laughs> uh, when I first started, when I first found you guys, and I forget how I found you now, but I went back to the very beginning and listened You know, <laughs> you. all the way through because there's just a lot of good stuff there, but that in particular was something I thought was so worthwhile and
1: well let me just thank you first and foremost thank you so much for listening i mean i really am sincere about that i appreciate anybody taking the time
0: out to have us in their ears so thanks Laura. well i know i know the feeling now i've only been doing this for i i think i published i'll publish uh, episode 39 this week oh, awesome. and uh uh, you know, I'm always amazed when it, that anybody other than my mother <laughs> listens. So. You've got good stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty
0: amazing. Um, well, you've talked a little bit about the fact that you do have routines and systems in place. And I love what you said about rituals. I we, I actually did an episode about that a few weeks ago about the benefits of having a morning ritual and an evening ritual and some of the things that I've been trying to do. Um, And obviously, you've spent so much time thinking about these things and and building them into your life. But I still have to ask, and I ask everybody this question, and most people I know what the answer is going to be, but you might be different. I, I, I love to know the answer to this. Even knowing all that you know and having spent all this time, do you ever have a day when it all just gets away from you or you get stressed out and overwhelmed, and if so, what do you do to get back on track? Usually, I go for a run because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that clears my mind. <laughs> but to answer your question, yes, there are days like that, and I would say maybe even uh, once every you know once a week, once every couple of weeks, um, it's not. It's not every day. My life isn't in in chaos, but there are days where it gets hectic. And usually it's because it's one of two things. Either there's a major life event that happens or something beyond my control Mm -hmm. um, or I've got too much on my plate. And that was something that I did. Um, But in either case, what I realized is that in either case, whether it's it's something beyond my control or it isn't within my control, it puts your priorities in perspective you're forced to reprioritize and refocus and go, okay, so uh, I'm getting crazy. I'm getting crazy. But, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm getting it all done today. I don't know if I'm getting it all d- done today. So then what I do, like I said, I usually just pause. And I just think, okay, what's the wise thing to do? And the wise thing is just to take a break, not to stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I usually go for a run because I get a lot of clarity when I exercise and I run. Um, some people like to meditate or whatnot. Um, and then I just I refocus. I just take a moment to refocus. Now, the, the interesting thing about this, and I've talked about this on, the, on our podcast, was that when you are more organized and you lead a simpler life and you're, you're more productive with your time, when life does get off track... It's not as hard to get back on track because you you are practicing this lifestyle. It's really a way of life, living a life of simplicity, living a life of organization uh, and a productive life because you get really good at making decisions and making decisions that are aligned with what's important to you. um, And, uh, you know, again, with in line with your priorities. So so to answer your question, yes, it happens. um, But it's I take a break, take a breather. Reprioritize, and usually I ask, "Can I delegate, delay, or <laughs> delete this?" And you probably heard that tr- mm-hmm. those terms too. You know, can I delete these tasks altogether? <laughs> yeah, that,
0: I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have expected you to say, actually. But again, I've, I've had you in my ears before, so Yeah, I've, oh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. heard you talk about these things, but I think there's some value in us hearing. That even somebody with as much expertise and who's put as much time and thought into um, getting life sort of under control still has we, days like that. We all have them, oh my goodness, you yeah. know. And one of the reasons I started this show was because I've had enough conversations with other women about managing life and the way we feel about things, to know that I was not alone in my experience, which was looking around me and thinking, all right, everybody else has it all together. I'm the only one that's having trouble with this. So I better keep quiet about it, or they won't like me because I'm struggling with whatever this thing might be. And so part of my objective in doing this show is to be very transparent and say, I'm not an expert. I, we've, we all struggle with different things. I don't have all the answers, but I bet if we all put our heads together amongst us, we can come up with some answers and some things that might work.
1: Well, you know, Laura, kudos to you for doing that because, and you mentioned this earlier at the start of this interview is that the whole purpose of this is to really kind of help women yeah. along because you're right. We, put so much pressure on ourselves. We want to be super mom, which, and I, that is not a plug for my book. But no, but really, I want to
0: talk about your book. But
1: that's exactly what it is. We have this pressure to be the super mom that can do everything, be the perfect spouse, perfect mom, perfect volunteer, perfect everything. And the reality is, is you can't be perfect at all of that. And and really you put all that pressure on yourself and there's societal, um, or assumed societal expectations of you too, that it does get out of control, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's very, I mean, thank you for for doing this for women,
0: because I think it's so,
1: so necessary.
0: Well, it was something I certainly needed coming up through life. And still, I love talking with other women and finding out what works for them and finding yeah. out that I'm not the only one that, you know, has days when I think I, you know, I want to go hide in my closet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And But I do want to get to some of your sort of professional expertise. Your, your, oh, sure. Your, your company <laughs> is called Get Simplified.
1: Yeah, Simplified with and, a
0: Z-E-D at the end. And, um. <laughs> yeah, and the podcast you host with your husband is called Simple Life Together. And mm-hmm. your book, which I'd like to hear a little more about, is called "Super Mom Versus Super Mom: A Simplicity Guide for Busy Moms." Yes, I'm right. sensing a theme. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> Am I imagining that, or are you on a mission?
1: <laughs> a lot of simple stuff in there. That's right. Well, you know, the funny thing is that simple isn't easy. It isn't mm-hmm. always easy at first, but then once you start embracing it, um, things get easier. Um, but yeah, so that's you know, get simplifies as my hand on professional organizing company based out of San Antonio Texas and uh, I, I work with residential businesses uh, residential and small businesses doing a little bit of consulting um so yeah that's my focus right now is is that and then of course we do the podcast um simple life together where it's just about how to lead a simple life in the modern world and it all started with my husband and my journey to simplify our life and for lack of a better term, we started downsizing. In my late 30s, his early 40s, kind of a thing, and um, just wanted to live smaller, more intentional lives is really what it's about. And so we talk all things simplifying and whatnot. So,
0: yeah, and it's, uh, it's, a, fun, it's a fun show to do. <laughs> Say, when you have a new client that mm-hmm. hires you, uh, what are some of the f- steps you go through with them as you get started and, and that maybe some things you you talk with them about that might be useful to listeners if they can't hire you to come and help them? What's, what's, what are the kind of the key things that you start with?
1: Well, I'm so glad you asked that um, just because uh, I'm always going to put a plug in for professional organizers everywhere because um, – they, we do, we really focus on really helping people and uh, we've got, you know, a certain skill set and, um, and it's okay to ask for help. So when someone reaches out for me for help, it's usually because they've kind of reached the end of the rope on something. Um, they reach a breaking point. It's kind of like with anything, like whether it's your fitness or health or whatever, it's usually reach a breaking point and you decide you want to make change. So it usually starts out with a phone assessment. I just talk with the folks, kind of get an idea of what's going on. And then I go and do a a needs assessment and most organizers will do uh, in-person needs assessment to look at the space if we're talking about a space or to visit the person in their maybe office or work environment to kind of see how things are going. And that usually lasts anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and then and during that needs assessment, I we just talk about really what's what's going on. We could take a look at the space and we discuss what the issues are. And together, uh, together with the client, I try to, you know, get what their priorities are. I get like try three top priorities and then I have my priorities in mind and together we determine what they are, you know, because I may have a couple of different things, but we together, we kind of figure out, okay, here's what we're going to focus on. And then we usually uh, meet up for an actual hands-on organizing session. Uh, but what I like to get clients to think about is really, okay, really, I need you to just really think about what your needs are. And we talked about that just a little bit ago is, you know, begin with the end of mind. First, you know, you got to identify what are your needs? What do you want your space to look, feel and function like it is mm-hmm. huge if you can get a clear picture on that, again, it's easy for us to get back. And a lot of times, I have to keep readdressing this with them because folks think that organizing—they can go out and buy a bunch of organizing product, and it's going to save their life, you know, save their <laughs> space. And they're going to all of a sudden miraculously be organized. <laughs> yeah. We've all done it. I've done it. And but you've got to really backtrack and and really start. You know, want to strategize. You know, want to identify what your needs are, what's working, what's not working, and then we go through an actual process. Of physically organizing a space or talking, if it's a consulting with a small business, then I'm looking at, okay, what are your processes? How do you communicate? How do you get things done? What are your standard operating procedures? And if you don't have any, well, let's go ahead and implement that. Yeah. So, so, um, so that's what it really is. You know, hands on, we start to, we pull things out of a space. If I'm looking at an actual physical space and we're organizing, the first thing is we sort. And then the biggest thing, I think one of the biggest steps is to edit. Edit, edit, edit. Uh, we want to sort like items with like items, and then from there we go. Okay, did you realize you have twenty spatulas? Because sometimes they may not realize that, and you know. And I'm very just calm about it. I'm like, it's okay, because a lot of times they just didn't have a home for it, they couldn't find it, so now they bought another one, and then before they, mm-hmm. n- you know, and before they knew it, they have all these spatulas. And I tell you, almost every single session <laughs> I have is. I was looking for that. <laughs> you know, I was getting, oh, I was looking for that. every, And I laugh. And some of my clients, I like, keep a little tally. We just have fun doing that. We just make a joke out of it. Like, oh, I was wondering what happened to that. Oh,
0: man, I went out and bought another one because I, I lost that one.
1: It's always I, I th- kind of funny <laughs> I think
0: my husband does that with tools sometimes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he has a lot of screwdrivers, <laughs> and he uses i mean you know he uses stuff, and his stuff is all very well organized actually but i yeah. I wonder how many times he he goes out and buys a new you know wrench because the the yeah. one got left somewhere on the farm and <laughs> <laughs> Usually by one of the kids, in fairness to him. He he doesn't leave his stuff around.
1: Well that's good. That's good. Yeah, you know, so once we get that once we edit, then we can really start to organize and then we get everything a home. Um and then once you give it a home, that's all fine and dandy. But the job isn't done. You have to maintain your space. And this is where I think a lot of folks fall off the wagon or they just they end up getting disorganized again. It's because they don't make it a lifestyle. They don't make it part of their routine where you have to go back and look at your space. You know, you've got to have those nightly routines where the nightly declutter routine, pick everything up and put it back to where their homes are and reinforcing that with the family and the kids. And so I really, really hammer home the idea of routines uh, with my with my clients because that's part of the maintenance phase. So.
0: Yeah. That's what a typical client would look like. I think that's such a great point, whether it's getting organized or, you know, organizing your life or your time or whatever. It's not a one-time thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something that needs a little bit of attention pretty much every day. And yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way of, you know, at the end of the day before I go to bed, I'll, you know, go around and make sure they're... You know, the glass that's sitting on the coffee table makes its way to the kitchen or, right. you know, the shoes that got taken off by the door get put in the closet just because there's such a sense of peacefulness of being able to look around and see that things are pretty much where they belong.
1: Right. And when you wake up in the morning, you don't want to be reminded of all the things that you didn't get done or the laundry yeah. you didn't put away or the dishes you didn't do. But if you make it part of your routine, it just really, really helps to help keep those mundane, necessary uh, and I don't mean mundane in a bad way, I guess. It, but those, those repetitive things that have to get done, those life chores, get, you know, things that have to get done, they just get done. But then you leave open more time to get all the other stuff that you want to do done. You know, you can focus on other things. But and the other thing I wanted to mention is that you know it's not just a one-time organizing done. I won't, uh, I won't make it sound like it's magic. You know, it does take effort to get a space organized. Um, some. Folks, uh, some of my clients have, you know, very disorganized spaces and I tell them, hey, it's going to be a lot of work. It's always a lot of work, but like anything worthwhile, it's usually a lot of effort in in the beginning. But once we get through it, then it's going to be a matter of just maintaining it, you know. And so it'll just be a little bit easier if you stay dedicated to it. But you got to stay dedicated just like you do with your
0: fitness or your finances and so or your time. Yeah, a little bit daily is much less work over the long haul than massive efforts every, you know, every once in a while.
1: It's just like with mail. For some reason, a lot of my clients have a problem with mail. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just, I said, you know, it's just, if you tackle it every day, it's just a lot easier than trying to tackle a mounds and mounds of paper once a week or even once a month sometimes. And so really trying to get that into a daily routine if possible is really my goal. And then they start to go, oh, now I see what you mean. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yes, it's a lot easier, isn't it? So, well, yeah.
0: I, I love what you said early on about um, when we first started talking about this piece of it, about what you do, that it's okay to ask for help. And and I think I would love to, you mentioned that you're a member of a, an organization of professional organizers. Uh-huh. Um, I'd love to be able to put a link if there's like a, a place people can go to maybe find somebody in their area, because it may be that some listeners are thinking, man, I, I could really use some to come in and help me figure this out.
1: Absolutely. It's the I'm part of the National Association of Professional Organizers. And you can find them at Napo.net. So N-A-P-O.net. Okay. Um, and then you can type in find an organizer and um, and then you can look by zip code and whatnot. And I do recommend going with a professional organizer. That's a member of NAPO. And the reason why I do that is that it differentiates those folks. Usually, uh, differentiates folks that do this as a hobby versus those that do this as a profession. And, and to be a member of NAPO, um, they're required to take a couple of courses, basically that, um, an ethics course. Mm -hmm. So, because it's all about the priority of the client, um, and then basically some basics of organizing. And so, Um, you're really, if you want good value, I would definitely recommend somebody that's a member of NAPO. And you could also look for somebody that's certified like myself. I'm a member of, or a certificate of the board of certification of professional organizers and that's BCPO. I I can't remember the .org, bcpo.org, I think. So now these folks, CPOs, certified professional organizers, now we go through um, a rigorous test, and um, we have to meet certain criteria as far as how many hands-on hours that we have. And then we have to maintain our certification by taking continuing education credits. So basically, we're just really professionalizing the industry more. Um, and we're just trying to uh, – we re- are staying current on trends and needs, special populations when it comes to chronically disorganized. So you can take it a step further and go with the CPO if you like as well. But definitely go with someone that's either part of NAPO or is a BCPO or CPO. So.
0: Well, I think that's a great recommendation. I'll definitely put links in the show notes uh, so folks can find uh, that there if uh, they think they'd like to get some help on that. Vanessa, there is so much more I'd love to talk with you about. Maybe someday you can come back because we haven't even gotten into, I would love to have talked about your, your whole edit and wait edit, oh, and and, forget. edit and forget it thing yeah, and more and about your book i'll have links about the book in the show notes as well um <laughs> and we didn't get to talk about the four direction ideation oh, tool no. but inward
1: but, outward yeah <laughs> but
0: i will you know i i encourage listeners to check out your podcast simple life together and and visit your website uh, simplelifetogether.com because there's so much great information there for people who are you know trying to simplify a little bit and get get life a little more intentional a little more organized a little more productive in that way but i want to be respectful of your time what's what's on the horizon for you anything i know you've got the one book that's yep. been out relatively recently isn't it
1: yeah i guess about a year um, it's just it's on amazon it's an ebook it's supermom versus supermom uh simplicity tips for busy moms and dads or whoever yeah <laughs> really it's really and it basically it just talks about my my organizing process, it's my step-by-step process of really how to organize any space. But also, there's a lot of bonus material um, and links to my YouTube videos um, and other different blog posts that I've written talking about ritual, uh, routines, rituals, habits, routines, different types of things out there. So it's really jam-packed with resources as far as that goes. Um, and so you can find that at simplelifetogether.com as well. But on the horizon, we're uh, looking at probably having some um, products coming out too. Um, we're in beta testing right now for an, an organizing training program. And so um, that is, we're working through that right now as we speak, as fact, my husband's working on that right now. So that is soon to come. But if you wanna keep in touch and check out either through our podcast, simple life together.com in iTunes or on the blog. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you guys updated on that. So that's what's on the horizon. Yep,
0: and, and just living a good life, living that yes. simple life together. Um, yeah, you, you guys, you guys seem like uh, like I said, I, I've been watching, living vicariously by listening to your <laughs> podcast and all the things you have going on in your life and the changes. Well, Lord, I'm
1: sorry if I got off on tangent with uh, yeah. the organizing stuff. I have productivity tips, but I think they're mostly all the stuff that you've talked about. You know, especially in your episode. I think was it 25, the one that I did a voice on. Uh All this stuff that you were talking about, I was like, oh, I do that. I have, I love ScanSnap. I love Evernote. I do.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm such a, I'm such a nerd about stuff like that. I love those sorts of things that make, make life a little easier, but uh, well, maybe, maybe we'll talk again sometime. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Before we wrap up, do you have any, any last words for the listener who might be maybe just looking for some help in getting things done and making a life that matters?
1: Well, you know, I think we've pretty much addressed all of it. Um, I think really my, when it comes to when your life gets overwhelming, you know, kind of chaotic and out of control, you've got to take a hard look at really what's important in your life. And what I have found in my life in particular and with the dozens upon dozens upon dozens of clients that I've worked with is is that usually it amounts to we, we have too much, too much stuff, too many applications, um, just too much going on. And really uh, to, to regain some control, it really is to, you need to edit and simplify, just edit, edit, and edit some more. And if there isn't anything that doesn't add value to your life, then you, I used to say, "Do you love it, need it, or use it?" I've actually replaced it with just one question: Does this thing add value to my life? And if it doesn't, then I would highly recommend letting it go. But anyway, be positive out there. Uh, don't think that you have to be perfect at everything. Nobody is, not even us organizers out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and it's okay. Stay, you know, keep listening to wonderful podcasts like this. Um, study, read, and uh, you'll be just fine. So. Thanks, Laura.
0: uh, That was great. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Oh, you're welcome, Laura. I am so thankful to Vanessa for taking the time to share her thoughts on managing a busy life and focusing on priorities and the things that matter most. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Vanessa? Is there anything she said that particularly resonated with you? Please feel free to ask your questions or share your thoughts by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 42 and scroll down to the comment section. Uh, I am always so happy to hear from you. Your suggestions and ideas are very, very welcome. And there are a number of ways you can reach me. If you want to start or participate in a public conversation, you can share your questions or thoughts in the comments section of the show notes. Again, that's at theproductivewoman.com slash 42. Or you can post a comment or a question on the Productive Woman's Facebook page. I monitor and respond to both of those. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or your suggestions for maybe for topics for future episodes to feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or you can leave a voice message by going to theproductivewoman.com and clicking on the voicemail button there. If you enjoy the podcast, as always, I would very much welcome your feedback by rating and reviewing The Productive Woman in iTunes or on Stitcher. Links to subscribe or to rate and review are available in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 42. Or you can just go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher and that'll take you right where you need to go to leave a few sentences. Uh, Those reviews really help in keeping the podcast visible to people maybe who haven't heard about it yet. But more important to me, I really appreciate the feedback. It helps me to know whether I'm on the right track and creating something that's of use to you. Before we wrap up, I do want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor, Doodle. If you've ever had to schedule a meeting with a group of people, you know how frustrating and time-consuming that process can be you know, sending emails back and forth, trying to find a date that works for everybody. Well, Doodle is an online scheduling tool that solves that problem and makes it easy to schedule a meeting with one or more people. I'm one of over 24 million people who use Doodle on a regular basis to save time and schedule a wide variety of events. You can be one of those people too registration isn't required. Getting started is very simple and it's kind of fun if you're geeky like me. If uh, you want to schedule a meeting, you just select some possible dates and times by clicking on a kind of a calendar grid. And then you enter the email addresses of the participants, the people who need to be involved, and it sends them an invitation with a link that brings them right back where they can just click on whichever options work for them. Then you go back to the site and with one quick look, you can see everybody's availability and easily make a final decision that will satisfy everybody's schedule. Doodle can be used to schedule any kind of meeting, business meetings, uh, holiday parties, committee meetings and events, even just dinner with friends. The basic scheduling service is free. They also offer a free personal scheduling profile called Meet Me. That's pretty neat. Premium Doodle is available starting at only $39 a year, and it offers some really great additional features like calendar integration, automatic reminders, and much more. So once again, you can get started for free by visiting their website, Be sure to check out their iPhone and Android apps, which uh, you can uh, make it very simple to schedule a meeting or respond to requests right there on your smartphone. Scheduling does not have to be a pain. You can make it an enjoyable experience with Doodle. And so you can learn more by going to theproductivewoman.com slash doodle. And thank you so much to Doodle for supporting The Productive Woman. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with Vanessa. I hope you found it useful. I I hope there was something in it that encouraged you, maybe gave you a new tool to try. Again, I hope to hear from you. Your feedback is so valuable to me, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself, and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.